you're listening to Late Night Reflections, and I'm Tega. So t- in today's show, I wanted to dive into identity, or at least how we perceive ourselves and how we, I, how we describe ourselves or how we think about ourselves. Uh, so it just came, I think it's like kind of, kind of a uni- universal, Jesus, sometimes I have so many problems speaking, universal question that we all have at some point in our life, or I would say during our whole life, we always ask ourselves who we, who we are uh, or who we think we would like to be and maybe where we are now. And it kind of came back after also the last uh, episode that I did, which was about how Africans perceive themselves and the narrative that we have going on in the continent. And I kind of sat on that and started thinking, because during the episode I did say that as Africans, we are kind of mentally ill in a sense and that we have issues with our own identity. And so as a as a collective, we already have issues, but also as an individual, we do have a lot of issues, you know. And especially, I, I once wrote a piece that was called a Schizophrenia of a Tribal Girl, because when I came to Europe, I was faced with the fact that I'm black and African. It's not that I didn't know it before, it's that now I had to explain it all the time when I was meeting someone because there was always the question of where are you from, uh, how is it where you're coming from, etc, etc. Et so I had to kind of formulate it all the time where I was from, I had to frame it, I had to present myself all the time somehow, you know. And I think it just made me think a lot more about my culture, about my tribe and about my country. because. How do you define yourself when someone asks you, so where are you from, who are you, what do you do? Do you first say I'm a woman? Do you first say I'm African? Do you first say I'm black? Do you first say I'm from my tribe or not? Because we know that in Africa, we have lots, a lot of tribes, so people will relate a lot to the tribes. It's not just about the country or the nation, you know. You also have the dimension of, dimension of the tribe. So is it the tribe first? Is it the country first? Is it your gender first? Is it your sexuality first? Is it your job first? What defines you as a human being? And uh, I've read also a lot of, like a lot of us do now, we read a lot of self-help book and you know personal development books. And we also, a lot of us, like as human being, I think it's just natural that we're very drawn into spirituality and all these existential questions. And somehow it's very frightening for someone like me that there's never a like an answer, a definitive answer. I did as much as it's frightening, it's at the same time very, you know, I would say uh, exciting because it means that you can always redefine yourself. But I feel like I'm a shape shift shape shifter, and we are all in a sense, so we're always changing. Like the one, the person I was yesterday is certainly the, not the person I am today. While there's still, you know, some reminiscences rem- oh jesus christ some words are just in my head and i can tell them in french but in english i cannot just say i don't know why i'm going to try to find another word anyway so like i was saying back to the subject like i was saying yeah we're always changing so the person i was at the beginning of the year this end of year coming i can tell you i'm a different person in so many ways and some ways better some ways i still have to work in onto it you know and Yes, it was just, for me, it was, it's really still, you know, very troublesome that I, I have issues with who I am and 
defining myself i guess it's also like the downfall of always doubting everything and questioning everything is that you even question yourself and i also question the fact that i'm a female or woman if i may say because what makes me a woman really you know is it my boobs is it the fact that i have a vagina so if i have i don't say can let's say cancer or something that makes me not have my boobs anymore am i less of a woman you know i guess it's a question that you know philosophers have asked for centuries and centuries and then there's no such thing as a set answer and then some of us we just and i guess we'll continue asking ourselves all those questions for generations again and again but i say you <clears throat> i would say as an individual sorry i have a cold i might need some tea now ah, that's very good so i was saying as an individual it might be you know, interesting to kind of dive into it and then and not feel that everything is set into stone and then there's no way of us escaping either what was imposed to us by other people, be it family, friends or societies, well other people, it's just society in general, or ourselves, or I would say the expectations that we have for ourselves as per, uh, as people and then maybe if we don't live up to those expectations be, being deceived and feel like we've not reached our potential somehow especially in the time where we are now i feel like it's just i don't know how to describe myself you know i i sometimes i just don't know because i'm a woman i do think well i'm a woman when people see me they see a woman but for example i have a lot of questions about my short hair which is like even though it's kind of fashionable now, people always ask me like, yeah, but why did you do it? You know, as a woman, why would you like to have short hair? We don't get it. Surprisingly enough, I have those kind of questions, yes. So it made me think about the fact that, okay, so for you, you do think I'm less of a woman? They say, no, it's just that you're less feminine, they would say. So if I have no boobs, does it mean I'm less of a woman also? You know, it kind of makes you question what you hold the or what you hold for granted i would say and then how would you how would you live without it how would you redefine yourself without it and those are the kind of questions that i just have like the show is like reflections i don't have any answer per se but i do think that it's also important sometimes to pose and ask ourselves who we think we are and you know regard regardless of what other people say or even what yourself you say about yourself because we have to remind remember that we have all those inner voices that speak to us and sometimes they are not us or are they i don't know that's really interesting there like we have to like i think as human beings we just have to sit down and analyze all those conversations that we have with ourselves first and then the conversation that other people can have about ourselves and Sometimes it's really striking how we can perceive ourselves so differently from what other people see or what they perceive. And then at the end of the day, after all this rambling, I just realized that you cannot really control how people perceive you. You cannot really control how people feel about you. Well, to some extent you can, of course, because science you know, and psychology teach us that we can play a little bit around that. But there's some things that we cannot just fully change about ourselves. So I just came with the agreement, my own agreement to myself that actually I'm not changing with the years. I'm just discovering a little bit more of myself. I'm revealing myself more than changing, if that makes sense. So I feel like 
I'm not so different from the 10-year-old that I was. I feel like I'm more reconnecting with myself more and more, and I'm getting to know myself more and more. So more than a change, it's more of a self-discovery than anything else. So I don't know. I know the person I am now, and at least the dreams that I have now, and I know I don't know the person I will be in 10 years' time, and I don't know how I will define myself at that point. So for me, the, I would say the biggest truth is maybe my tribe to be honest with you. When someone asks me where I'm from, sometimes I'll say France, sometimes I'll say Cameroon, but in my deep heart, I'm more from my tribe than anything else because I feel like that's more tangible to me. I don't know, my my heart sings when I hear a song from my, you know, with, in my mother tongue, for example, or I hear someone having a conversation, even though I don't speak it, but I do understand it, it somehow ring, makes me feel a type of way. So I did decide that I guess that's what will define me the most, and that's kind of where I'll find, you know, a lot of define like a lot of characteristic that can define me. A lot of the values that I I live by, I'll say, is more of a tribal identity than anything else. I guess someday I'll be more, you know, generalistic or more more open to other things. So I'll learn certainly more about myself and maybe my tribe and maybe the people I'm, where I'm from and yeah and generally define myself differently but somehow for me now that's what I'm using to define myself when I'm talking to myself anyways so this is it this is a very short episode so I guess I might maybe uh, download another one this week to help with that because this week will be more about chit-chatted stuff that I see around and the questions that I, I you know I have in my head and I never have an answer for it and I guess I'll never have an answer for it and I guess that's the point of life is never having an answer, a definitive answer anyways. So it would be great to have a conversation with you, with people that, you know, suffer a lot with self-identity. How do you, you know, how do you navigate that? How do you, what defines you, you know, and how do you cope with the fact that if maybe you might lose that attribute one day, what, how do you think you would define yourself? Do you think like me that we are all shape shifters and then we're not set in stone and then we just discover ourselves day after day and then that there's no there's no such thing as you know as a you know frozen identity somehow or do you believe that there's a core identity that we have and we carry with us wherever we go it'll be very interesting to hear what you have to say and thank you again for everyone listening well everyone few people listening thank you it does encourage me to do more, and it does stress me because that's just my nature. Um, um, I'm very grateful for people. I don't know why I'm babbling now. You can follow me on uh, Twitter, Facebook. You can also follow me here on SoundCloud, which is where you know I put more of the audios. I'm also on iTunes actually because you know iTunes does podcast also, and there you can actually review the show. So it'd be great for you to just post a small review. Any feedback would be really nice. Like those people listening, please tell me if there's anything I can change about the show or my the way I speak, I guess, if that's possible ever. And uh, yeah, thank you for being there. Thank you for listening. Uh, you were listening to Late Night Reflections and I'm Tiga and have a lovely day or evening depending where you are on earth. And see you soon and take care.